Hello and welcome vegan savages to another episode of the vegans podcast. Today we're gonna talk about my shred, my prep for my competition. What is even a shred? What does that mean? Let's talk about it first of all. Let me figure out if the angles are good for the visual. Well, you don't really see much in this one, do you? And how about we zoom in in this one? Whew. If you don't know, I'm doing a men's physique competition. Sorry for the confusion. Just wanted to see that the angle is good. Is this still far away? Well, let's just roll with that. Oh, someone is missing on the beanbag. Her name is this little cutie, aka Melina. Alright, um, so I asked you on Instagram for questions. I have so many things I just want to talk about myself, but you also have so many questions, which I love. And we start with that because I always love to talk what you actually want to know. So I have no doubt this will be a couple rounds. And since I'm 15 days out, uh, it's great to do one now and then maybe in a week when it's like really close before the competition and then one soon after the competition wait i'm not i'm not just uh, satisfied with the angles of the visual this one goes down and zooms in even more sorry for all the people who don't even care about the visuals well now this is kind of too close um what do you mean anyways we just rock with that often my perfection is in the way Whew, okay, so we just we just jump into the to the questions and then we just talk about it. Give me one sec. Sorry that this podcast is real AF, but that's what you get. <laughs> the first question couldn't be better. What is a shred? <clears throat> a shred is that you are in a caloric deficit, so you lose body fat and thus you look leaner and your muscles. If you have, we all have muscles, but the more you have, the more visible they are. And the lower your body fat percentage gets, the more visible your muscles become, the more they pop out, your abs become more visible, and um, your definitions and everything and separations become more visible. And if you're going on stage for either bodybuilding, men's physique, bikini, they're like different divisions. Um, there your physique is judged and a big part is how visible, toned, lean and all the definitions of your muscles are. So for that, and a low body fat percentage is required if you want to win. Phil told me today that there are always a good portion of people who are not in shape at all and they just compete and he's like, yo, do you even diet for that? Did you even shred? But shredding let me tell you for not being experienced and this is my first shred is not easy so i get it that many people sign up and then they just start to binge or they just cannot stick to their deficit or they're just lying to themselves that they pretend being in a deficit but then they eat more what they don't calculate in and guess what i'm guilty of that too like oh yeah i eat this and that and then oh wait i calculated that wrong and i was actually eating way more than I should be probably. So it's not easy and I get it that many people then lose track or don't really know what they're doing because it's really hard 
especially the lower you get, when you get like to really low body fat percentage, when we're talking about like 5% body fat, that is insane. That is starvation mode. And your body doesn't know what your brain knows. Your brain knows, yo, I'm doing this for a competition. I would have food in abundance, but I'm choosing that. No, your body is like, dude, I'm starving. I'm literally starving. I'm dying. So does you sleep less because you're just waking up because your body's like, what are you doing? It's not time to sleep. It is time to gather, go out, get some berries, get some starches, get some fruits. Maybe even I'm, I'm dying, bro. I, I would eat another human. I would eat another animal, go out and hunt and gather. Don't sleep. So you just be there and be awake and cannot sleep. Sorry, I'm kind of screaming. Um, and uh, yeah, your, your senses become so enhanced, like you smell food. And you just, oh, and, and that's why many people then start to binge and cannot control themselves because their body just take over because they literally don't want to starve and their body takes over. So it's when, when you come to a really comp competitive level where you want to win and where you have a really low body fat percentage where I'm still far away from, I mean, not that far, I would say I hit under 10% body fat. Um, but I'm no way close to being around 5%. I would say I'm at 9% body fat. Maybe even I'm still at 10%. I don't even know. But I'm doing a DEXA scan actually, close before my competition. Um, and then we know for a fact, because that's the most accurate measurement allegedly out there. <clears throat> and then we see. But um, yeah, that is a shred. Caloric deficit, so you lose body fat. How much carbs, fat, and protein are you eating in comparison to when you're not shredding? So I currently eat 2,500 calories, which is a good deficit for me because on average my maintenance calories are about 4,000 calories, probably lower now since when you're losing body fat, your maintenance calories will also be lower because you just need less calories to maintain yourself which makes sense because you weigh less and you burn less calories and your activity decreases. That is called metabolic adaptation. So my maintenance calories, I would just guess now are 3,700 or so, maybe, yeah, around that. I think that's a good guess. I keep my protein pretty high to protect my muscles and lose as little muscles as possible. So I'm about 1.8 to 2 um, grams per kilogram of body weight so uh, wait did I say that right where's my brain um, yeah I said it right that is uh, about double my weight so I'm hitting 170 to 180 between that when I have my soy crispies then I'm exactly at 180 grams of um, protein per day now my soy crispies are empty and I eat more tofu and chickpeas so my proteins are a bit lower but I still hit 170 grams of protein per day fats let me lie oh wait why don't I just look it up I actually use use chronometer to track most people use my fitness pal, but I just don't like the app whatsoever it's always servings and I'm not a big fan, but I'm just not used to it. So I use chronometer meter. 
And I also have an app. It's not the best, but it's pretty good. My fats are 60 grams. Mm, when I have soy crispies, it's lower because now I eat more tofu, which has quite a lot of fat. Then I'm at 48 grams and I wouldn't go lower than that. I wouldn't go lower than 0.5 grams per kilogram body weight. And that is for me like 45 grams because then you really get in a high risk of having or getting hormonal imbalances which could be even chronically so you don't want to mess with that and go too low fat and my carbs are at 260 grams and that should answer oh no the question was also compared to my non-shredding uh, phase and there i actually don't track i eat intuitively but now i think I don't know. I will see how I do it after the shred. Um, now I think I want to track when I go out of the um, prep. Because it's like when you keep the calories same, then you don't fluctuate that much. And then it's way easier as a parameter parameter to to track your progress and also to look good. That it's not fluctuating so much that you eat way too much and then too little. But... I'm quite sure I will go back to intuitive eating because tracking is really limiting and you use a lot of headspace for that. And now it's kind of easy for me because I eat the same basically every day. But if it, if you do it, if it, fit your, if it fits your macro style where you have to track everything in and do I reach my protein and how many more calories do I have open and what can I fit in? And it's really a lot of space and time and I mean, headspace and uh, time, extra time occupied doing that. And you can do it intuitively almost the same. And you get better and better doing that. So I probably track for a bit, like reverse dieting. And then have a better feeling for tracking again. And then find my new maintenance calories. Because after my shred, they will be lower than before. So, yeah. Do you have easy vegan recipes? Of course, loads. Go to Instagram to the gram and type in vegans food and they have all the simple simple vegan recipes for free and if you want to have more like a structured meal plan then check out my vegans app go to v i don't even know the link but go to my website vegans.org or my link under my youtube videos or under this podcast you find it everywhere and there, click the link to my app and fill in the biometrics. And it's a customized meal planning app. You can choose between recipes. You can shuffle them. You have a shopping list. It's so easy to use. And it gives you all the certainty many people want. That they want to have a structured meal plan. And that uh, they are overwhelmed just doing it themselves. So I totally get it, especially in the beginning. So get my app or read my ebook or both. If you really want to nail it, do both the Vegans Nutrition Guide. Available at vegans.org. Please explain to me the shredding process versus the bulking process. So when you bulk, you are in a slight caloric surplus or a big caloric surplus, meaning you eat more than you burn. You have your maintenance calories where input and output is the same, so you maintain your weight. And when you bulk, you usually hit at least your maintenance calories. And when you lean back, what is what I recommend, you eat a bit more than that, just a bit, that you have a surplus of nutrients and calories and protein. So you can use that for building blocks to build muscle. 
but not a big surplus. Eating over 1,000 calories each day in a surplus, let's say you burn 3,000 calories, so that is your maintenance calories, and then I don't recommend eating 4,000 each day, which is a surplus of 1,000 calories, because yes, you build muscle, but you also accumulate a lot of fat, and that's your shit. I think we universally agree we don't like to accumulate getting fat, because at some point we need to diet it down if we want to look good. And then we lose even more muscle during that process. We're not that motivated because we lose, uh, because we look just, we, we're getting fat. But I made an entire video about all the downsides of dirty bulking. It's called Why You Shouldn't Dirty Bulk or something. Type it in on YouTube, Vegans Dirty Bulk, and you will find it. And they um, tell you all the disadvantages, so please don't dirty bulk. Um, also, yeah, it lowers your testosterone. There's so many, so many dis disadvantages. It, in my opinion, makes absolutely no sense to dirty bug, and you don't get more muscular. That's the main point. Like, there's no point on it. You're just taking it mostly as an excuse to get fat, and that is mostly no one's goal. It's just like they don't can stop themselves eating, so they say, yeah, yeah, I need to eat it all to get huge. No, you're just eating an unnecessary amount of calories, and you get fat. And often they tr don't even train properly. So have your training in check and then eat a slight caloric plus and that is lean bulking and shredding is when you're in a caloric deficit over time and you will lose body fat and little muscle if you keep all the parameters in check. What is your eating routine? How many times do you eat? So to make it simple for me, I, I just eat the same and for me, the same food tastes really good because I choose food that is really delicious and that hits all my nutrients and that makes me kind of satisfied. So I don't have to worry each day like, oh, the if it fits your macro approach, if you've never heard it, if it fits your macros, that you have your calories and your macros you want to hit each day and then you see what you fit in. So you have the freedom to eat each day whatever you want, but then you really need to calculate how do I hit my 180 grams of protein or whatever your goal is. Can I eat this? And then you have to calculate and then, okay, if I eat this, it's already too much. Oh, I already ate so much fat, so I cannot eat this, I cannot eat this. What, food, what would fit in? And for me, that's just like, oh, I have so many things I want to do. I'm hustling and I want to get shit done and not occupy so much of my headspace for that so I just eat the same and then I already know how much um, what to eat what to buy and the measurements I already know by heart so I just do it by listening to a podcast and it's so easy and what I have chosen <clears throat> if you want to have the visual for that go to YouTube where you are maybe if you're watching the visual and open up another tab so you don't forget to watch it later and watch my vlog my latest vlog, one of the latest vlogs. It's actually not um, named full day of eating or something. Oh wait, I'm in airplane mode. Let's get out. Um, yeah, I don't know why I don't, why I, oh, I, I know why I didn't name it like that because I wanted to make it more clickbaitish. Oh, well, it's not clickbait. Man's physique 20 days out. That's the vlog three days ago where I lie on the floor and my maca popped open, that's the vlog. And there I show you all I eat, what I will tell you now quickly, but in details, watch the vlog. Go to the gym on an empty stomach, pre-workout is coffee and EAAs, which already provide me with protein. Also put in some beet powder, five grams, 
uh, for nitrates, which give me a better pump. Uh, citrulline, 5 grams and 5 grams of creatine. Sometimes I forget and I put it into my nice cream porridge, which is my breakfast after the gym around 11 to 12 p.m. I eat my nice cream porridge together with a small snack, which is two cakes. Uh, currently, I mostly use spelt cakes and 15 grams of peanuts. Then for lunch, vegetables to get more micronutrients in and just volume together with a small protein meal, um, which is Vivo Life Perform protein powder, soy milk, soy crispies, and chickpeas all together, some cinnamon, turmeric, gingerbread, spice on top, mix it all together, make it in a microwave warm and soothing. And for dinner, again, lots of vegetables together with protein, which is currently one block of tofu, 200 grams, a nice sauce, nutritional yeast, apple cider vinegar, tomato sauce, get my nuts and seeds in, which is 15 grams of a mix of walnuts and some seeds, which is mostly um, black sesame seeds and pumpkin seeds and some pistachios, tomato sauce, lemon, herbs and spices, and then 600 grams of frozen veggies to get lots of volume, some fresh vegetables, cooked beetroot, and one or two other things. So for that, watch the video. And that's it. One or two or even three decaf coffees per day. We have a bit of soy milk in and some spices to make it yummy. Um, maybe a matcha, chewing gums during the day. And if I get just really hungry, I snack on celery or other vegetables which have basically no calories that's so great for example let's take celery celery per 100 gram has 16 calories but to even digest them you burn 14 calories which leaves you per 100 grams only with two calories and i add a nice sauce to that which has almost little to no calories a bit of mustard or today a new sauce arrived which is so yummy oh my goodness i show you in the vlog tomorrow um and i'd just snack on that and um yeah i have basically no calories and even have some healthy micronutrients in me and some fiber which is really beneficial and makes you satiated so yep i think that answered that question <clears throat> So quiet here without Melina. Huh. Where is she? I know where she is. She's, by the way, currently in the airplane while I record this. And I think about her like all the time. That I wish I could like, it's oh, flying. That's the thing we both don't like. I mean, I changed my mindset for traveling because I always want to be in a state of being where I'm excited and allow to be at the right place at the right time because like I'm synchronized with the universe. If that is too spiritual for you, then I'm sorry where I'm just like excited about everything and make the best out of every circumstance because then I can truly allow to receive the best things. And when I have this mindset of like, oh, that sucks, then often good opportunities left and right just pass me because I'm not in the right state of being. Um, yeah, but I just wish instead of flying for that i don't know 12 hours to the states she could just be here and we would have a nice time and color and enjoy our company catch up maybe watch a movie make some nice food and just chill in the beanbag 
And cuddle. I miss cuddling. I miss her so much. It's crazy. Okay, before I... Um, yeah, that's not what this podcast is about. We can do an entire episode missing Melina. Would you like that? I don't know. <clears throat> But I'm so happy our three rounds of relationship podcasts, how well they are received, how many views they got. They just got on YouTube over 2,000 views, most of them. And that is just YouTube. Like most of my views, my listens I get from, from my podcast, Spotify, iTunes and all other apps. So that's insane. And the feedback is so lovely. That just makes me so happy. <clears throat> Because, okay, I stopped talking about it. But quickly, my friends love her. And all my, like, basically all my vegan savages I care about, like my true OG vegan savages who I see in the comments over and over again, you all approve her and love her. That just, that just makes me, not that I need that, but that just makes me triple happy. You know what I mean? What is your day-to-day -day like? Is it the same every day? Oh, what is your day-to-day -day diet like? Yeah, I just answered that. Um, I keep it the same. For me, it's simpler. And I'm gonna do changes, of course, when I get into peak week, when I start to load on carbs. But you will see that all because I vlog every single day. And I'm a newbie. I know how to do it from videos. And I bought a course. It's a German course. It's called Muskelpedia. And I rewatch it currently and there's all the information in it for how to do a um, competition prep and peak week and reverse dieting and diet breaks and deloads and mini cuts and all of that really well explained with the best available balance of evidence. Um, but it's just theory. You need the experience and that is what I really enjoy now having this experience even though it's tough but that is where you grow. So I'm a bit afraid I'm gonna get addicted to that and that I will just compete more and more often. Um, but I'm just not satisfied with the amount of muscles I have. I want to be way bigger. So for that I need to lean back. But now that I cut down and see like, oh yeah, I already have a good amount of muscle mass. But I want to have more and in, in order to have more I cannot stay shredded all the time. I need to lean back and get stronger and more muscular. So, yeah, but that's that's the lifestyle. You um, lean back for like a year and then you do each year competition. So maybe I will get hooked on that and maybe I completely hate it. Or maybe it was just a really nice experience where I learned a lot and I just don't want to do it again because been there, done that. Let's see. You will see. If you stay tuned, if you stay a vegan savage, what I hope. Because what else is there in life? A lot. No, vegan savage, that's all there is. <clears throat> what will you eat the day after your shred ends <laughs> I haven't really thought about it but I know me I just don't crave junk food maybe one like chocolate bar or something a vegan chocolate bar but that is that's it or maybe a burger or something that is not clean but that's it I'm not craving much junk food I just gonna make tons of potatoes A big dip which is so rich in fat, like lots of tahini, guacamole, something like that. Dip my oven potatoes in there, a oversized ice cream, lots of peanut butter on top. And um, yeah, but I don't know. 
you will see that will be but i don't go crazy you know people well, well i don't know i try not to go crazy because your body's then just eating and eating and eating and which makes sense because you were like starving yourself and you want to restore and it makes sense for a couple of days but many people then just cannot stop and don't get satisfied and but i want to reverse diet quite controlled but of course there will be one or two days where i go kind of crazy macro split for deficit i already said that and if you want to see it and watch the video which i was referring to how many cals are in the vivo life protein powder um how many cals not protein wait i don't actually know let me look that up vivolife.com vivolife perform here we go um per scoop which is 38 grams i usually take i i well, i precisely take 40 grams because i track and that is what i um that is what i'm tracking i take 40 grams but for one official scoop which is 38 grams it contains 138 calories 138 and it has contains 25 grams of plant protein that answers your question precisely <clears throat> someone asked in german shred more cardio or other diet no, i don't get it um your creatine intake i take five grams of creatine every single day not just in my diet but year round 24 7 every day five grams how much grams of garlic per day are you slamming not much should i is there any shred benefits to garlic let me know lander i don't know i just use garlic spice on my legumes oh that's so good on my tofu mostly or just my savory meal but i'm not slamming much garlic let me know i'm slamming much um turmeric and ginger how to make the deficit more tolerable and sustainable somehow okay that's that's a good question that's that's um that's what a lot of people have been asking um how i deal with hunger and if i have any tips for that so i actually wrote a couple tips down so let's now talk about hunger how to deal with that in a deficit because that's a really important part not to fail and wait here dealing with hunger let me turn on the cameras again let's talk about hunger you're ready Zack. Um, eat more vegetables vegetables are so damn great i love veggies so much i appreciate them more than ever during my shred because <clears throat> they are so high in volume they are so low in calories it's ridiculous and at the same time they're so high in nutrients micronutrients minerals vitamins fiber which makes us satiated full satisfied and you can eat a lot like it gets ridiculous as i explained 
with celery, which has 16 calories per 100 gram, but you burn 14 calories digesting it, so at least use two. <laughs> That's insane. Of course, there are vegetables which are uh, less and more calorically dense, but overall they're so calorically diluted, meaning they're mostly water and you can get a lot of volume. That is my dinner, which I'm about to make after this podcast, over 600 grams of frozen veggies, which is broccoli, cabbage, carrot, sweet potatoes, uh, lettuce, tomatoes, bell pepper, zucchini, mm, and so on. I could name endless vegetables, it's just so many. So incorporate them more so you have more volume, you will more satiated, you cover more of your micronutrients and you actually have volume to eat. So that's why a vegan shred is way easier than a animal-based product shred. That was a weird word, just eating animal products. Because bland foods are on average lower in calories than animal foods and on animal foods you eat such a small meal but you already have such a high amount of calories that you can eat so little but if you eat my dinner if you see my dinner you're like bro you're shredding you're good bro but my dinner has not even 500 calories i mean now it has a bit more because of the because i added more tofu and i cut the soy crispies in the meals before anyways it's still around 500 calories and it looks and it is so much because it's mostly vegetables Tip number one, then keep yourself busy. If you're just at home, not doing much, you're just thinking about, okay, when is meal time again? What can I eat? And you're just thinking about food. And then you maybe go in the kitchen and start snacking something that is not on your plan and you cannot stop yourself and you start to binge and you eat. And it's just constantly on your mind and it makes it a real struggle. So keep yourself busy. Follow what excites you. And if you don't know what it is, just do many things. One thing that distracts you like crazy is interacting with other, other human beings, social stuff. Do something with friends. And trust me, when you're in the moment playing ping pong, doing a photo shooting, being out and about, playing with your dog, you don't really think about food and you come home, you were active, you burned more calories and you wanna... Uh, and then, you, and then you're hungry and then it's mealtime and then it's great to think about food. But in the meantime, it's just like, ugh, it shouldn't be on your mind that much. And it's getting really tough, uh, a mental game. But if you distract yourself by being busy and actually productive and getting shit done and not having this, okay, now I shred. So I'm just only thinking about food and not being productive. So the time is kind of wasted because you're only pursuing this one goal. No, use the time to be productive however you can. Chewing gums. <laughs> I increased my intakes of chewing gums. Like I doubled it. I let's say take. I mostly consume. Of, of course, all my chewing gums are vegan. If you're not sure which brands are vegan and which are not, then check out my post at Vegans Strengths. You do have to scroll down a bit, but if you keep scrolling a bit, you will find it. Uh, I posted it like a month ago. Uh, my favorite one is Airwaves. And I consume six airways per day or so. One in the gym, one like after breakfast, one in two in the afternoon and one or two in the evening or so. And then I'm just not, because I'm chewing on something, I'm occupied, I'm having the chewing gum flavor in my mouth. So that suppresses hunger. The next one is caffeine. Caffeine, 
is it is it suppressed or wait what's the word sorry don't wanna and i also want to learn suppress yeah that's the right word i want um it suppresses your hunger so um don't overdo caffeine do it before you do something active and while you shred you should still be active because then you lose even more um you burn even more calories and thus you get even more shredded or you can eat even more if i wouldn't train then i would lose way more muscle plus i could eat even less so i still go to the gym daily hitting upper body three times per week and lower body two times per week and on my two rest days i do cardio so i drink my coffee before my um, training i increase my coffee consumption a bit because it's just, I just have way less energy and it gets tougher. So I drink my Senseo coffee machine in the morning while reading your YouTube comments and working. Usually like I get the majority of stuff done of my daily business list, which is like doing a post for vegan strengths, vegan food, emails, um, customer support, merchandise, all of that stuff. And then when it comes to, to other things, like mostly then I, I arrived at reading your comments, which is a part I really enjoy and that is often before I start my vlog and then I see already like comments and I can react to it in the vlog which I'm about to start of the day and then I drink my sincere coffee and that is usually when I hit the gym but now I drink then another coffee which is not much just a bit of instant coffee powder to give me like an extra kick to make it through the training because the trainings are now counted it's not many trainings and I really want to have good trainings. It's really important for me now. So I gladly increase my coffee consumption to a bit. And then for the rest of the day, I stick to decaf so that the coffee in the morning is still strong because I'm still super sensitive. Because if you drink coffee all the time, you get used to it. And the effect is less and less and less. It's like skip your coffee for two days or even a week and then drink a coffee. I guarantee you this mug of coffee is freaking strong because you haven't drank it in a while not drinking trunk in it trunk it in a while drank it in a while here we go it's drink drank trunk um, and then it kicks in hard because you became more sensitive so that's why i only drink coffee mostly before my training and then here and there i drink a matcha or something in the afternoon but not too late and then i mostly stick to decaf coffee which is like a treat for me and also studies also show that decaf suppresses your hunger and i experience the same and I also have the placebo that it gives me a bit of energy. I, I mean, it feels like it. Um, the weather is nice today. The sun is shining. I think before I eat my dinner, I go out and go for a walk. I haven't done that in a long time because, let me tell you, the last four weeks or so, it's just been raining, literally raining all day long, kind of. So cannot wait to be more outside i'm so pale <laughs> oh and i cannot wait on friday i get kiwi for a day because scorpion mind is doing a pole or silk <clears throat> apprenticeship or something certification and um, she needs someone to take care of kiwi so i gladly help her out with that for a day so i get kiwi the entire day on friday so we have a fun vlog where i do a full day of having a dog kiwi and i experienced that again and i'm actually really excited about that like going out with a dog having that responsibility and just being back to that lifestyle of having a dog um 
which I currently don't want because I have so many other things I want to pursue. But on another hand, I also miss it. So I'm really happy to get it just for a day and get all the benefits and then give it give Kiwi back to Scorpio Mind. Um, yeah, so stay tuned for the vlog. Fasting, that also helps dealing with hunger if you narrow your feeding window because if you start breakfast early in the morning then the battle is open and like okay when is the next meal time food is constantly on your mind but if you narrow your feeding window that you breakfast later at as like i do it 11 to 12 noon and even train on an empty stomach then you already got a good chunk of the day done and food is not on your mind because you just made a commitment to yourself okay i go to the gym on an empty stomach and my breakfast is my first meal and that is after the gym so you don't be constantly in a state like oh should i go to the fridge and maybe snack this or eat this one already no and then it's not even on my mind so it's easy and then when the uh, feeding window starts when i eat breakfast then it's just two three hours and then it's already lunchtime like it's and then it's two hours and then it's already dinner and it's just way faster when the next meal is and then after dinner i'm like okay i'm good for the day i just don't eat so i can just enjoy watching netflix and not like oh should i eat maybe this and a snack and food is then not constantly on your mind and for me it's way easier but it's a preference it's it's just a tool it's not better or worse to use it or not use it so see if it works for you if you just get crazy hungry you're your gym performance suffers and you just get hangry and moody then don't do it but for me it really helps me and i really like the fasted state so that's another tool you can try then sports being active if you're if you're in the gym if you work out then your hunger is mostly gone if you if you're out and about if you do whatever activities your hunger is mostly gone and after that you you're not hungry for 20 30 minutes or so often so yeah be active and then you burn even more calories so you can eat more or you get even more shredded sleep sleep enough i cannot emphasize that enough because if you sleep less than six hours your body is mostly burning lean muscle mass studies show that if you sleep less than six hours 70 of what you burn is coming from lean muscle mass your body really holds on to fat whereas if you sleep seven to nine hours you're burning mostly body fat so if that doesn't convince you i don't know what does i have endless more facts about sleep currently re-listening to the audiobook why we sleep i'm obsessed with the work from dr matthew walker he has studied sleep for decades And what he figured out is, is so important and should really make you prioritize your sleep more and more. It's so simple. Just go to bed earlier and wake up at, at a time when you hit seven to nine hours. And I currently sleep nine to ten hours. Because I get my sleep in, I preserve my muscles, I can regenerate. And I have less time being awake thinking about food. So the feeding window... It's also narrowed. I mean the I mean the time thinking about food is narrowed, and I'm just fully relaxed and can recover and pre and um, um, keep as much as much muscle mass as possible. Because when you're dieting, your cortisol is 
is increased. You're more stressed, it's a fact. And to compensate that, you uh, should sleep at least seven to nine hours. But why not take like a full nine to ten hours? And even if you just chill in the bed for another hour to compensate your higher stress levels. Why are you more stressed? Because your body gets in a starvation mode. It's way more alert all the time. And it's just getting stressed out way easier. Um, uh, yeah, I do a bad job of explaining that. I just watched a video in Muscopedia about that. And I should uh, know better. And I know better, but I'm just better at explaining. So that's a note for me to re-watch the video. Why our stress is increased when we shred. Then the last one. And there was already a lot dealing with hunger. So I hope you paid attention to it all. If not, maybe go back and listen to it again. The last tip, how you can deal with hunger, is kind of like the first tip, which is eating more vegetables. But eat, in general, a healthy, whole food, plant-based diet. Because it's way more satiating and you have so much volume. And for that... I want to go into a post, which I actually covered today in my vlog, but I did a really shitty chops. <laughs> I'm sorry for that. Wait, let me scroll down. It's about the same foods, literally the same foods, but the more unprocessed they are, the more satiating they are and the less you end up eating, the less hunger you have and the more full you remain. Okay. I just read the post and I see if that um, sounds for me making sense to you that you can keep up with what I'm reading. It should come as no surprise that cornflakes and rice krispies cause a much greater spike in blood sugar than rice or corn on the cob. But it's not just the added sugar. Even with identical ingredients, food structure can make a major difference. So even the same, same food... Just the structure and how it's processed can make a major difference. For example, if you compare the absorption of fat from peanuts compared to the exact same number of peanuts ground into peanut butter, you flush more than twice the amount of fat down the toilet when you eat the peanuts themselves, since no matter how well you chew, small bites of peanuts trap some of that oil sorry small bites of peanuts trap some of that oil makes it down your colon so isn't it crazy you eat the same amount of peanuts compared to peanut butter and you only absorb not even half of that when you chew it and you flush even half of it down the toilet isn't that crazy <laughs> so that's why now i eat peanuts instead of nut butters so simple rule if you want to gain weight or if you have trouble maintaining your weight, eat more nut butters and seed butters. And if you have more trouble keeping that weight off or if you want to lose weight, eat the whole nuts. Eat the whole seeds. Um, okay, let's swipe. And the um, physical form of food not only alters fat absorption but carbohydrate absorption as well. For example... Rolled oats have a significantly lower glycemic index than instant oatmeal, which is just oats, but in thinner flakes. And oat flakes 
cause lower blood sugar and insulin spikes than powdered oats. Same single ingredient, which is oats, but in different forms can have different effects. So, whole oats compared to thinner oats. The thinner oats have a higher glycemic index and even thinner oats, which are crowned oats, which is oat flour, have an even higher glycemic index. Now, the question is, why do, we, why do we care? Why do we care about glycemic index? Well, let me swipe. Why do we care? Well, the overly rapid absorption of carbohydrates after eating a high glycemic index meal can trigger a sequence of hormonal and metabolic changes that may promote excessive eating. They took a dozen obese teen boys and fed them different meals, each with the same number of calories. So they took two groups of obese boys and the exact same number of calories, but <clears throat> and just followed them for the next five hours to measure their subs subsequent food intake. And those that got the instant oatmeal, so the thinner flakes of oats, the more processed flakes, but still the whole food, it's just thinner, crowned, went on to eat 53% more than after eating the same number of calories of steel-cut oatmeal. Isn't that insane? Uh, the, so here we, one more time. Obese teens, two groups. One gets the steel-cut oats, which are like the whole oats, and the other one gets the instant oats which are thinner oats there's nothing good stripped away it's still the whole foods it's just more like you can absorb it faster thus um, uh, your the glycemic index is higher which triggers more hunger and in the next five hours they ate 53 percent more like more than double the instant oatmeal group was snacking within an hour after that meal and goes on to accumulate significantly more calories throughout the rest of the day same food but different form different effect so what we learned from that again if you want to gain weight if you have trouble keeping your weight eat basically the oat flour eat the 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 instant oats but if you want to be more satiated, if you want to lose weight, if you want to maintain your weight and you have even trouble doing that, then eat the whole oats, the, inst uh, the, the steel cut oats, which makes you more satiated and um, don't cause this trigger of being more hungry afterwards and just keep eating. I really hope this is not confusing to you when I read, but I try to read really clear and slowly. But yeah, this study was just fascinating to me. Okay, two more slides. We got this, okay? Researchers randomized individuals into one of three breakfast conditions. So number one is oatmeals made from quick oats, the same number of calories of frosted flakes. That is number two. That is like those corn flakes from Kellogg's, which are full of sugar. Or just plain water. So you eat nothing, you're water fasting, you just drink water. And then measured how much people ate for lunch three hours later. So again, three groups. The one ate oatmeal, the other one frosted sugar reflex, and the other one nothing. They just drank water. And then, and then measured how much people ate for lunch three hours later. Not only did those who ate the oatmeal feel significantly fuller and less hungry, 
they indeed then went on to eat significantly less lunch. Overweight patients ate less than half as many calories at lunch after eating the oatmeal for breakfast. Hundreds and hundreds of calories less. In fact, if you notice, the breakfast cereal was so uh, unsatiating that the cornflake group ate as much as the breakfast skipping water only group. It's as if the cereal group hadn't eaten breakfast at all. So if I swipe, there's a graph you cannot see. But the group who ate the cornflakes, the sugary cornflakes, ate for lunch even more than the people who didn't eat anything at all, who just drank water, who fasted. Because it's that processed, it's sugary, you just get triggered and eat even more. And the oatmeal, the whole oatmeal version... They were satiated and they ate way less calories than the fasted and the cornflake group. <clears throat> Feed people honey, nut, cereals and hours later they feel significantly less full, less satisfied and more hungry than those fed the same number of calories of oatmeal. Though both breakfasts were oat-based, the higher glycemic index reduced intact starch and reduced intake fiber in the cereals seem to have all la 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 blah 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 okay um then i also wrote i ditched multi-grain sugary cereals for this reason years ago and eat oats every single day it's insane how full and satisfied a porridge can make you plus oats are cheap and extremely healthy whole grain which you shouldn't miss in your diet so again the takeaway of that is if you're in your shred If you want to deal with hunger more easily, eat the whole form. And not just the whole form, but the least processed form, meaning the whole oats, the whole nuts, the whole whatever, instead of the oat flour, the instant oats. In the other uh, case, if you want to gain weight and um, if you have trouble keeping your weight, then eat the more refined um, stuff, but still the whole form, like the instant oats, the oat flour, the, the, the peanut butter and stuff like that. And But it's it's not black and white. You can still eat it and lose fat uh, and lose weight easily. Um, but it's just another variable you can play with. With, with, with. Here we go. Um, yeah, I just think that was fascinating and I have this little worry that that was so confusing for you so i hope you made some sense out of it if not i'm gonna link this post in the show notes of the podcast so yeah just click on it and swipe through and read it and check it out yourself i really hope i didn't confuse the heck out of you now and sorry maybe we don't do that in the future i think that's too confusing for a podcast so we just keep it easy and talk and i just explain it in my own words and i think that's a good wrap for Round one, we have so much more to talk about regarding my shred. That was just a little dive into the topic and I hope you enjoyed it and I hope I didn't fry your brain with that and that that didn't make any sense. Just check it out yourself if you're interested in that. I think it's super fascinating and credits, of course, to nutritionfacts.org where I got this information from. So what else can I say? I have all the questions saved for round two, which I do in a bit, like in a week or so. And then it's even a couple of days before my show. So that will be interesting. And then I do round three after my show and my learnings and how it was. And 
if I'm into binge eating, into a eating disorder, if I keep shredding and if I just fade away, let's stay tuned. It will be interesting. My one camera just turned off. That's a sign. I need to pee so badly. So I'm going to end this. Thank you so much for listening. I'll catch you in the next one. Peace. Eat your chickpeas. Out.